2: Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey
3: everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is your pal Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And I'm, uh, that's where I am on the web, on the planet. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. And uh, I'm excited today to bring on uh, a guest, Hal Barr, who's an astrologer. And an intuitive as well as a human design practitioner. And after the announcements, we're going to jump into uh, some questions about uh, human design and its intersection with astrology. Of course, this show is a lot about astrology, but it's also about how I've uh, developed a way of doing astrology that's based in channeled insights from uh, the beings I channel. And all the intuitive travels that I've gone on. So as we're going to find out, human design is essentially a channeled wisdom that incorporates astrology, has it as one of its foundational bases. And so um, I'm excited to to share with you if you're not familiar with it. And if you are familiar with it, to share with you uh, the energy and the heart and the, and the voice and work of Hal Barr, um, whom I've become friendly with over the last few years. So uh, first some announcements – uh, this is the first live show I've done in several months. Uh, you can't tell usually that it's a pre-record unless like, you know, I'm whistling and speaking over it. Obviously it's a pre-record, you know, or, um, using uh, old audio recordings of my poetry or whatever the last few weeks. Uh, but this is a live show, so I kind of feel like a fish out of water. I'm happy to have the, uh, the, the, the happy disruption here, uh, to get back into rhythm. Um, upcoming announcements, uh, Intuitive Skills Development Class 1 starts Saturday, February 21st for 10 weeks. I have some of the spots filled. I have a couple open. And uh, go to tdjacobs.com to read about that. Check, check that out. The announcement uh, is in my blog and also on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, that's a 10-week tour of your chakras, which means your life history, which means your relationship with what's happened to you, and rewriting that so that you are more empowered, rewriting the narrative attached to what's happened to you. The goal of the class is to help you clean your life up, so tons of tools, tons of meditative work and tools and feedback from me and individual working classes, and people who take the class change their lives, and I love doing this class. So again, that starts Saturday, February 21st for 10 weeks. Uh, be in touch with questions and uh, read the flyer uh, at tdjacobs.com. Um also, the archive of the show, now about 112 episodes, is available through my site, ttjacobs.com. And, uh, the archive is no longer in iTunes. And you can subscribe on a yearly basis through my site to get access to all of the MP3s. Um, again, over a hundred lectures of me digging deep in order to, to bring, uh, uh, what, what I find to be true. And relevant to you. Um, and subscribers to my monthly service get that included as a perk. So you can check out those two things uh, at my site. So let's jump in uh, to uh, welcome Hal. Hal is, as I said, um, he's a certified astrologer, and he's also an intuitive and human design practitioner. He's been doing astrology for decades and adding in the practice of human design, um, I guess maybe four or five years ago, Hal, you can correct me. But how welcome to the show. I'm really happy that you are here. Thank you so much for having me on, Tom. And I, I have
0: to say, before we yeah. go anyplace else, I, I loved hearing the description of your new, your series of classes. Um, besides sounding really interesting in, mm. in a, it, in a really interesting way for me, it, it, it sort of echoes the work that I do. I, you know, because yeah. the chakra system is, makes up a piece of human design too. And, and especially in terms of using it to rewrite our script i i love that that's
3: how you that that's your focus it's it that is really exciting to me well i i had to learn how to do that you know through a pressure cooker you know because because i would be up against something as i was getting a lot of tutoring from my own spirit guides i was up against something and angry about it and frustrated and they kept saying can you see it In a different way. Can you see that as something your soul has set up for you to learn through a challenge? And I would say, expletive, of course not. And I'd be angry. But then over years, that's what I came to see it as. So to rewrite why that thing happened. It happened because your soul created it. Your soul co-created it. So thanks for saying that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we we rarely rewrite our script when um, we're starring in a romantic comedy. I know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know. And a lot of us are trying to star in a romantic comedy, yeah, yeah, or or, or tragic comedy, like one or the other, you know. Well, you know, it's, yeah.
0: it's easier to it's easier to rewrite it when things start becoming, you know, when you find yourself up against yeah. things that are are making you actively miserable. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. the way you're choosing to perceive them.
3: Right, right. I mean, you can still cling to it because you don't want to give up the identity of somebody who was victimized. But and that that was part of my issue, you know, as it is for a lot of people. Like I define hey, myself. Yeah. I,
0: I, there, there are there are years in my life that are just you know filled with with um, the finger marks of me trying to hold on to what was. Uh
3: huh. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, so good. So you so you've done. Uh, let, let me just actually first of all make sure that the audience knows what your website is. Let's just introduce that and they can like check out your site while we're talking as well as listening. Cool. So what's what's your website? Well, I love so
0: so let's see. Your radio show is yep. called Soul's Journey, right? Yes. And and my uh, website is souljourneydesign.com. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. you and I you and I travel along um, eerily parallel paths.
3: I know. I know. It really is. But but see the other thing <laughs> the other thing is that when I mean I I want to I have questions, but I want to say that. When I, when you were, you were recently at my house and I got a reading from you, and that's what sparked me really wanting to have you on the show. And I had known you and talked to you, but I hadn't seen you in action in that way. I hadn't received a reading. And when I observed that how human design is set up and what it accounts for, you know, what it, what it's, uh, it's legs, so to speak, a lot of that does overlap with how I've been taught to change how I view astrology, but then also the fact that you work intuitively and you have such a crazy strong Neptune energy that I really <laughs> – did I did feel like we're kind of in this parallel, you know, kind of this parallel place. Um, but but you started doing astrology and you did that for decades in addition to working yeah. in theater and doing and doing other things. And what, what led you to, you know, being established as an astrologer, having a practice, doing your deal, but then what led you to human design? How did you get exposed to it? Well, you know what really led me to human design was my partner's
0: death. Um, he uh, eight years ago he uh, died in a surfing accident while we were in Hawaii, and and um, and I, I, I could see in you know I was a practicing practicing astrologer at the time, and I could see the um, in the cycles of of nature. I could see the you know the uh, what I for one of a better word I would say the wisdom of what was happening mm-hmm. but but what I what I was really surprised at was that um I had a particular way of operating in the world that was very active um initiating a lot of stuff and and after he died, what I recognized was that there was something very different and that it wasn't working in, it still looked like it was working to people around me, but my inner experience was it really wasn't working and I, and I was mystified and, um, and I ended up having a reading with another, um, intuitive who later became, became a partner of mine, um. But he was the one that, that introduced me to human design. And in one of the very basic parts of it, what I recognized was that I basically, my lover had the same kind of energy that my mom has. And so really my whole life, it, it, but for a couple of years, I had been borrowing this energy from the people closest to me right. and thinking that it was mine. And, and so then when it was out of my life, often it wasn't working at all. And human, uh, where astrology would not at all explain that human design made it, it was black and white. And I couldn't, it was profound uh, how easy
3: it was to, to understand. Right on. Right. And um, can you, can you give us an overview of like what the constituent? elements are, because it's a blending of different systems and tools. Can you give us just kind of like an overview of that before we proceed?
0: Oh, yeah. Great. Thanks for asking. So, so human design is um, human design is a a modern fusion of four um, ancient esoteric systems. So it combines um, astrology uh, in terms of the placement of the planets at the moment you're born. Um, uh, The the it, it. uses the chakra system because we're, we're dealing with energy centers. It uses the Kabbalah in terms of the tree of life um, and the way the energy centers connect to each other. And then it uses the 64 hexagrams of the Yicheng, um as these individual activations inside each one of the centers. And rather than... Um, uh, so like I'm a, I, uh, I'm a zero degree Scorpio sun. Mm-hmm. So as an astrologer, I know my son's in Scorpio. In Human Design, rather than my son being in an astrological sign, it's actually in a line of a hexagram. So it's it's
1: right.
0: it's it's in the fifth line of of the of the fiftieth um, hexagram, which is in an energy center, which is over in the spleen. So uh, so where where astrology is really good at looking at um, cycles of time and archetype, human design uh, takes all the energies and puts it directly into like the, the energy centers of our bodies and, and brings it into, um, into sort of a physical, almost, almost mechanical kind of, of um, perspective. And so it
3: gives you a whole different different level of insight. I mean, that's the word that's, that that comes to me as I think about it is mechanical, and 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 my brain would never uh, tend to want to embrace something mechanical because I'm like, look, we're energetic beings. It's all about consciousness, dealing with emotions, blah blah blah, being ground, you know. But at having experience, like uh, just for the listeners. Uh, uh, edification. You were here in November and you did a talk at the Tucson Astrologers Guild. And then you did yeah. a workshop the next day and I attended each. And so that was the first, not my first exposure to human design, but that was my first, uh, you know, interaction with being able to ask a teacher questions, you know, and get insight yeah. into my chart. And then I had a reading with you a couple days later. And so yeah. that word mechanical, I would tend to resist, but it's beautiful when it comes to human design because that's what it is. But it, but it makes sense about, you know, this switches on, that switches off, like that gate is open, that gate is trying to find someone who has it open, you know, that that connection is trying to, and it is, but now I've seen it energetically, and then experienced that consciousness wise and emotionally. And it is mechanical. It's like, yeah, this (laughs) gate, yeah, it's like, and it's, it's, it's really my experiences, you know, since the reading you gave me has been profound, because I relate to what you're saying about, you know, when you talked about after your partner died, some of that, initiation stuff initiatory stuff you couldn't do it and of course you were in a, you know needed to be in a, a state of grief of course that's part of it but that whole thing about certain things being activated certain centers in your chart and I spent a lot of time with you and during my reading talking about uh, my throat center being undefined and the throat center being about manifestation and right. that answers for me so many right. questions it's crazy right. it's crazy <laughs> I know so so
0: here's the thing. I mean, cuz I really I come from a very humanistic point of view and so um I, and and actually one of the criticisms I have towards mainstream human design is that it goes too far in the mechanical direction. Okay. Um but but you know on on a certain level and and um I have Mars and Gemini, I'm happy to play with a lot of different concepts at once. So so I'm it's easy for me to look at us as Um, biomachines but that doesn't mean that doesn't take it into an inhumane place it just exactly it just describes the chemical mechanical process but then what we actually do with that is is where our humanity comes into the whole thing that's right yeah So, or where our soul, however you want to, however you want to, there's, you know, for me, there's, there is a tangible and an intangible aspect to all of us. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, it's the way that those come together. That is the intrinsic experience of being a human being.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What, what you do with what you're running, like how you navigate what you're operating or what you're running. Yeah. Yeah. And so human design is really
0: good at, at sort of laying out, um, Uh, a lot of the ways I look at it is on on the simplest level, you can look at a chart very quickly and see, this is, here are the areas or the energy centers where I'm I've got something activated I'm sort of putting out an energy signature into the world, I am I am affecting the world around me, I'm imprinting it with my (laughs) particular unique signature, and then there are all the places where I am being imprinted by my environment, all the places where I am vulnerable right. and then what's what 's really interesting is what is it that we do with our vulnerability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and, and and a lot of times for me, what I always see time after time with human design when people have a reading is um, in general our uh, the experience I have with clients is that. They go through their lives and they're all, all the places where we're actually vulnerable. We, it oftentimes in reaction to that, we build up this big shield and, and we think that these are the places where we're strong. Right. And, and when you, when you get a human design reading, a lot of times it, in the beginning, it can be very challenging because oftentimes it says, well, all the places where I think I'm really on top of stuff. Well, this is the place where really I'm probably not, and I might do better to step back and observe what's happening there Yeah. than
3: run the program that I've taught myself to run in those places. Right, great. So, So keep that thought, and we're going to stop for a moment to Great. take the first break this is tom jacobs on the soul's journey interviewing Hal bar we'll be right back and oh uh listeners beware that about half past the hour in about 10 minutes we'll be taking live calls and when we come back from the break i'm going to give you the number so stick with us we'll be right back
2: Her Tom Jacobs, the host of CTR's The Soul's Journey, share insightful perspectives on astrology and spirituality, providing useful tools to help you make life better. Each month, Tom saves his most in-depth analyses for subscribers to his monthly service. Subscribers to tdjacobs.com receive a user's manual for each month when the sun changes sign. The sun's time in that sign ingresses, Retrogrades Major aspect patterns And new and full moons Are covered in depth And help you make the most Of the present moment A channeled meditation And a monthly call To pick Tom's brain Are included As are a number of perks Exclusive materials And savings on his classes And products Read more and sign up Monthly or yearly At tdjacobs.com Need help getting grounded? What about cleaning up and improving your relationships with your body, money, and others? Energy worker and channel Tom Jacobs infuses crystals with the supportive, clarifying, and empowering energies of Archangel Metatron and Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth, Saint Germain, and Merlin. Charged Tiger Iron powerfully engages your first, second, and third chakras, while Charged Red Jasper activates chakra two. Users report improved sleep, deepened meditation, increased trust of their bodies, intuition, and spirit guides, better boundaries, and heightened confidence to follow their passions. Included with each charged piece are channeled resources and ongoing support from Tom Jacobs. Get your charged crystal at tdjacobs.com.
3: Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is uh, your pal Tom Jacobs on the web at tdjacobs.com and in Tucson, Arizona. My guest tonight is Hal Barr. He's an astrologer, intuitive, and human design practitioner. We're talking about um, human design and astrology and the intersection, and uh, um, one thing I was going to say, I cut him off at the, for the break, but but he was how uh, was describing um, stepping back from something you think you do really well that you may actually be overcompensating or working really hard or building up a bunch of defenses because you don't. It's not natural and authentic to do it, or something like this. And I, and I, and I said to him over the break, I, I had that experience with that—the throat center, you know, kind of fifth chakra, throat center energy, um, minds undefined—and that's the manifestation chakra. So, uh, people reflect to me that I'm a great marketer, but I look at the process and I'm like, I work over hard in ways that probably don't end up working. And so I, so people see, you know, people think that I'm good at it and I'm like, I don't know about that. So now understanding that manifestation stuff, I'm kind of more in the space of waiting, not waiting. It looks like waiting to my critical mind, you know, waiting for something to happen, but more stepping back to observe how things are actually flowing instead of constantly inserting some effort into the void, you know, into the space that's actually quiet and peaceful. Well, I love how you put that. And, and and
0: one of the things I would add, you know, in your particular situation, what probably happens has happened for you a lot is that that the centers that we have undefined, they often become our fascination or obsession in some way. (laughs) And so, and so if you're in your chart, if we're talking about the throat center, we're talking about manifestation in words or deeds. So, Mm -hmm. so it, so it's it's not surprising that your that communication is actually the, like the your career. <laughs> um, Oprah Winfrey has has an undefined throat, you know, and and so it's 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 uh, I, what I think is really interesting around this is that I really look at at the at the setup that. If we've got an undefined center, which is a center that that isn't does that has activations in it, but they're not connecting to another center, mm-hmm. um, where we are, what we're experiencing is um, extreme vulnerability, and we're we're experiencing connection all the time, with somebody else comes along who's got the other side of that channel, because basically every gate meets another gate in an, in another center. Um, and so if you've got one side and somebody else comes around, they've got the other side, you make what's called an electromagnetic connection and whatever that person says or does has a real impact, um, on you and what's, and so we, uh, in the Western world, the Western world, um, is really great at a lot of things. Not so great in the area of vulnerability and allowing uh, uh, a teaching having any sort of systematic teaching of how to actually foster experience and foster vulnerability as as an ability yeah agreed instead our, you know the our the cultural conditioning around this is we are supposed to do we are supposed to. We are supposed to be reaching out and making things happen everywhere. We shouldn't be
3: experiencing vulnerability. See, so. No, go ahead. Well, I have a South Node in the tenth house, so I have this conditioning and this unconscious, you know, or not unconscious. It's a uh, it's at times an unexamined assumption, right? South Node energy that I should be tenth housing all the time, and that's making Correct. things happen. Yeah, and so I had that conditioning, so it's like. Breaking a really deep habit to just yeah. chill. And I mean, right, right, you know, this time of year, every year, the interplanets passed through my fourth house and over that north yeah. node. So I have that, you know, but I also have transiting Pluto just about on my IC right now. Uh-huh. Uh, in a, I don't know, a couple months, it's, it's, uh, it's exact, but it's there. So I'm having this like really heavy push uh-uh. or pull. It's like, um, it's like I'm wearing heavy shoes, like I'm being pulled down into that space, you know, away from that. Unchecked assumption, or that unexamined assumption of the South Node, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. those of
0: us that have, you know, th- that have late Sag or Capricorn in as our as our IC, I mean, um, no better way to describe an underworld journey than having Pluto go across the <laughs> chart. You know, yeah. you're you're getting sucked down no matter what. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but and and uh you know the thing the thing that uh, uh, being a veteran of what you're you know currently coming into and experiencing mm-hmm. um you know for me it's it's the experience of a- a- anyone's experience with the pluto transit um in in a sensitive part of their chart the experience is always it always feels like it's life threatening on some level mm-hmm. but But the purpose of of Pluto isn't to threaten our lives or kill us. It's actually to make us come out of it feeling more fully alive than ever before. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's just that you know the experience usually along the way. You know, we're you know
3: a lot of things get stripped out of our life. Yeah, yeah. So, What I'm noticing, I want to give out the number and have people call in. Actually, I'm going to give out the number, and then I'm going to give you the comment. The number, dear listener, to call in with your questions, 877-230-3062. Again, that's 877-230-3062. When you call, you're going to talk to Kiera, my producer, and give her your full birth data, day, month, year, spell out the month, right? And then also location, so city and state, and time of day if you have it. Um, uh, one thing about human oh, yeah. design, human design is less
0: time sensitive than astrology is. I mean, as an astrologer, oh, if I'm if I'm doing your astrological chart, I really want to have an accurate birth time to the minute, if at all possible, because I'm dealing with house systems. In human design, there's a, there's more leeway because. There isn't a house system. Right. There isn't an ascendant, although I can make a case for using those virtual, pl- plugging those virtual points into a chart. They always tell us something. Okay. But, um, but it's, so, um, I, anyway, I would encourage anyone who's, who's got something, some, some, um, question on their mind or is just curious, call in and we'll, you know, we'll give you a, a Tom and I will gang up on you and give you a cheap yeah. five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, yeah. So, um, so let's see. So anyway, going back to where we were at, yeah. um, and just, just kind of quickly going. So, you know, so for you, undefined throat chakra. So mm. this whole, but, and I think I don't have your chart in front of me, but my sense is that you have a bunch of the lower, uh, uh, the, the, uh, motor you have a bunch of the motors to find. So you've got a lot of energy going in your chart Mm -hmm. yet. It doesn't have an easy pathway of expression on its own. So, so there's a certain, whenever I see a chart like that, it's like, well, this person is experiencing a lifetime where, a you know, partnership or having people come in who actively support him in that area. That's what's essential. Um, so and and the way play, w- the place I relate to it is now I've got the throat chakra defined, but for me the emotional center, the solar plexus, is undefined in my chart. And this was another big revelation when my lover died. He had a defined root center and and solar plexus emotional center plugging into each other. So he was very grounded emotionally. Okay, and. In the 30 years that we were together, um, I thought that I was very grounded emotionally. But when he died, what I recognized was that again, I had sort of just, I had just been borrowing his emotional stability. And, um, and it was very interesting being in my late forties and suddenly having to figure out how to grow up on my own emotionally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and I I went to I went to a lot of weird, wild, wacky and some very dark places uh, in the process.
3: Well, of course, because you have to you have to confront the parts of you or the, you know, the scripts that are playing that keep you from already being there. (laughs) You have to you have to be in the, you know, their playground of the parts of you who are unhappy and not sure how to do it and feeling like kids or something, you know, like they don't know. Yeah, and and you know, don't you
0: know? We were a power couple. While we were while we were together, I was on top of everything. You know, in our mm-hmm. in our relationship with each other, every center was defined. We 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 covered each other's vulnerabilities perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so one of the things I undefined solar plexus, and I went through most of my life thinking that one of my best qualities was being able to work with people on the emotional level and and, and make it so that they could shift emotionally into a, quote-unquote, better, happier place. Yeah. As soon as I came to human design, what I saw was that actually, with an undefined emotional center, other people's emotions – felt dangerously overwhelming to me, and so what I was actually really good at was getting people to shift out of their natural state into a place that was going to feel less threatening to me that 's all I was really doing it wasn't that I was really doing them any good <laughs> right right and so this, and that was
3: a real that was a real humbling for me to recognize that yeah so so i want to i want to give the listeners an idea of what since we're talking about it quite a lot the defined versus undefined uh, like like defined is where something's happening something's generating something's going on undefined being receptive and able to amplify or reflect could you just say something about that and then we'll we'll get the data of our first caller
0: great well and and actually there are three different states but but the two that that we get most involved with is either this defined situation so an example of definition is I have my, my, the sun is in the spleen in a, gate 50 and my Mars is in, um, uh, a, uh, the sacral gate 27, which is right across from it. The two of them are, uh, those two planets occupy or activate gates that are opposite each other in a channel. And so they, they activate that whole channel. Mm-hmm. And, and the two centers involved, which are the sacral center, which is life force, sexual, creative energy, mm-hmm. and the, and the spleen, which is basically, you know, pure, I would call it animal intuition, um, body awareness. Um, yeah. those two centers get turned on in a relationship to each other. And then, um, that's one of the places where, that's one of the places where I feel I feel solid. I take things for granted, which isn't always a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. there are drawbacks to, to defined, having things defined because you can be sort of um, uh, you can sort of be the, the bull in the china shop in that in that place and not recognize right. the kind of impact you're having on people. You can also sort of be overly confident in in that stuff. Right. Um, now, if I if I if my son was in the 50 and there was nothing in the 20 seven, that spleen center would be undefined. And, and through that, through that, I would, what I see with people who have the spleen undefined is that they are people that tend to be fascinated. They're always looking at new ways of maintaining physical health, um, or even, um, the health thing can go beyond the physical into, you know, um, sort of, what are concepts, healthy concepts, and stuff like that what to what we work with, right. but that person's going to be actively engaging with the world, trying to figure this whole thing out then there 's a, a third possibility, which is having no activations in the, in the center, which which is the possibility of it being completely open, and then that 's sort of a place where um, where we can um, if we're working with it in a really relaxed sort of way, it, without having feeling that like things are at stake there, um, amazing stuff. It's sort of a, it's sort of a channeling. It can be a channeling setup. Mm-hmm. you know, for me, the top two centers, which are, you know, the, the head and it's sort of the uh, center of uh, inspiration coming in and then mental, you know, putting things into a mental concept. Those two centers for me, they have, you know, I have nothing up there. So it's not that there's no thoughts going on in my head because a lot of my right. friends, would, <laughs> I, I, have, I have 20 thoughts to each one of their ones. Yeah. But what does happen for me is that I don't have a consistent process up there. I don't um, – in some ways, I, I can be challenging as a teacher because I'm, I don't have a set way of codifying things and putting things yeah. across. Yeah. But the other side of it is that it's really open to, you know, whatever coming through. And a lot of times if I just pull my ego back away from it and let it happen, let it flow, what comes out is amazing
3: and it amazes yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. I've I've seen that happen with you with the teaching. Well, so let's take the second break, and then we're going to come back with the first caller, Valerie, who's being very patient right now. So this is uh, Tom Jacobs with the guest Hal Barr on the Soul's Journey, and stick with us. We'll be right back.
2: Tom Jacobs, the host of CTR's The Soul's Journey, share insightful perspectives on astrology and spirituality, providing useful tools to help you make life better. Each month, Tom saves his most in-depth analyses for subscribers to his monthly service. Subscribers to tdjacobs.com receive a user's manual for each month when the sun changes sign. The sun's time in that sign ingresses, Retrogrades, major aspect patterns, and new and full moons are covered in depth and help you make the most of the present moment. A channeled meditation and a monthly call to pick Tom's brain are included, as are a number of perks, exclusive materials, and savings on his classes and products. Read more and sign up monthly or yearly at tdjacobs.com need help getting grounded what about cleaning up and improving your relationships with your body money and others energy worker and channel tom jacobs infuses crystals with the supportive clarifying and empowering energies of archangel metatron and ascended master Jehudi, aka thoth saint germain and merlin Charged Tiger Iron powerfully engages your first, second, and third chakras, while Charged Red Jasper activates Chakra 2. Users report improved sleep, deepened meditation, increased trust of their bodies, intuition, and spirit guides, better boundaries, and heightened confidence to follow their passions. Included with each Charged piece are channeled resources and ongoing support from Tom Jacobs. Get your Charged Crystal at tdjacobs.com.
3: Hi again. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And Hal Barr is is my guest tonight. And we have a value, your first caller on. And um, uh, Valerie, could you uh, get into your question? You, you want to talk about the T square, and are you talking about Pluto and Uranus, and then some other planet joining it, or what? what is no, that? she's got a she's got a Mars Saturn opposition, exactly, and, um, and Sun Sun squaring it. Is that it? Yes. Got it. Okay, great. So how go? Yeah, if you want to jump in. Actually, I am still pulling up her human okay. design
0: chart. I pulled up her uh, astrological chart just to take a look at it quickly. So, one thing is, um, so it's really interesting. Um, I was in, I was in a close relationship with someone who had very similar. Uh, first of all, that Mars Saturn opposition from the 12th house to the 6th. That's yeah. really interesting to me because, you know, y- you're one of these people who, um, Getting a lot of, uh, let's say, divine inspiration, divine messages, but then what you're actually allowed to do with it, and how that works for you. Uh, I mean, it's like, um, see, my chart, I don't, I don't have a leash, and so I have in 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 my life, I've had to deal with all the issues around not having a leash.
1: Right, Your and I have a big one.
0: It's pretty tightly leashed, um, and so it's it's it, you have have that experience going on. Is, does that feel right?
1: Well, what you were saying about vulnerability and how to embrace that, as opposed to what I'm wondering is, you know, how to approach the stopgap. Because with me, it just gets into a power control issue. And I've been learning because all that Uranian stuff and the Pluto hitting my Saturn in the 12th, I completely shifted my life over the last couple of years and have allowed for a new life to take place. So I have been consciously or unconsciously by means of Pluto, because it's going to make you do it anyway, um, removing (laughs) myself from past patterns. With that said, you know, you move into a new location, same story.
0: Yeah, so now, so I just, I pulled up your, uh, human design chart and <laughs> so, um, you know, you have, you have one of these, one of these charts where, um, the whole top part of the chart is defined. So you've got this, you've got a defined mind. There's, there's a way in which you're always, um, observing, weighing, um, um, uh calculating putting things into a mental framework and perspective and so you know you're probably one of these people who whenever i see a defined mind like this one of the things i'll say is is you know unlikely to ever take anybody else's thought on first you know you're 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 much more likely to follow your own path in terms of thinking to take on anybody else's, unless it really proves itself for you. Um, so there's there's a way in which you've got this mental dominance, and it, it connects to the throat. So you're always able to talk about um sort of the the mental aspect of things. But then the lower part of your of your chart, um, right? The emotional right.
1: center, the the the
0: the is the it, it, all that stuff. All that stuff is 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 open or undefined. So um, you, you experience extreme vulnerability. And and one of the things is with the sacral not defined in your chart, eighty percent of the population has that center defined. So so the way the world works for most of us is we get up in the morning, we roll out of bed, we just work consistently. Um, for the day, chug along, and at some point we run out of gas and it's done. And that's what you've been taught to do, but that doesn't actually work for you. It doesn't. You're right. But you probably have spent a lot of your life running around trying to do everything for and everybody. That's because what I
1: love what you said about the vulnerability and the compensation for that, because I am doing that more than anybody else on the planet. You know, in my planet, you know, <laughs> I am continually working towards which I am vulnerable to, and I love that you said that with Tom. Hi, Tom. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, it, you know, it is for you. There's this aspect. Wherever we have centers undefined,
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: where mm-hmm. when we step when we step back from trying to be on top of it in those places. What yeah. we actually can do is start, is start reading that part of the environment. So there's a way in which, when you are step back as the observer, you can really read the way people, the way most of us rush around, wasting our energy on all sorts of things. And, and I would say, you know, for you also the whole the whole uh, realm of sex, sort of. Very interesting customs these inhabitants of this planet have. I must investigate further. I don't quite understand what's going on, and sometimes it is really, really wacky there. Hmm. So, so and now did I just challenge you? To, is, do you feel like that's, a, that's an area where you're really on top of things? No. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so so you know, for you, the the uh, emotional center, the willpower center, the the center in which we um, we sort of know who we are, where we are on the planet, and what we're here to do uh, on some level, and the and the center that's all about just you know uh, straight on uh, energetic vitality. Those centers are all undefined in your chart. So, those places are all places where you're watching the world and you're going, "Wow, these people value things that I don't have. I can't get it. What What mm-hmm. is this about?"
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so what to well, do? A you because, know, what to do. Va- well, Valerie's what a Kundalini teacher. What all of teacher.
1: us that have those but, blind spots? Yeah. You know
3: what to do. Well, so how I want you to answer that, but I want to say this in case you have any experience with this, or you know Valerie's a Kundalini yoga teacher. so so she, she spent a great deal of time exploring different energy pathways and activating different things, and I guess I'm sitting here wondering um you know how that might be modulated or helped you know, that might modulate or help some of what you're talking about, but she wants you to answer a question. So I'll get out of the way again.
1: (laughs) Well, no, no, you're not, you're getting, you're getting in a perfect way, Tom, because you know, I'm doing the very things that need to be solicited in other people and I can see them in other people and then to grasp them within yourself. Right. You know, I mean, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Correct.
0: Well, well, I, I don't, you know, I love that you're a kundalini yoga teacher because if I'm thinking about kundalini yoga, I'm thinking about activating the the energy at the base yes. of the spine and running it running it all the way up. <laughs> so of course that that center that you're working at activating is undefined in your chart. So of course that becomes your fascination. Exactly. I, I that's what I loved really, what it, that's love what you said. How
3: do I make that work? Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. That's what I was wondering about, yeah. So it's, it's always it, –
0: it's, it's amazing how this works um, at, at the, the evolutionary place that we are as humans. Um,
1: but then we don't want to, you know, overcompensate for those kinds of blind spots. And what you're talking about as far as what I can hear, what I'm understanding, is like stepping back for a moment see that within ourselves before we push forward into the world. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, uh, for you particularly, what I would say, and this is something that you've already, you've spent your life developing it, you can look at most other people and spot immediately what needs to be, um, what is the adjustment that they need to make. To make that energy that they've got actually run,
1: right? Well, you know, in the second grade, guess what I did for show-and-tell? Astrology lessons. I would get up there and do that. (laughs) And, um, you know, (laughs) to the chagrin of the second grade teacher who would just laugh because I couldn't even pronunciate properly Aquarius, you know, but I would do it. And Uh so, yeah, you know, the human nature potential is very interesting, but what I did was really working to the body matrix at, you know, at like 30 when I became a body worker because I had no clue. I just wanted to be an energy worker. I had no clue around like the physical manifestation of the spinal column. And so, right. well, there you go, you know, and and so I really appreciated the point that you made at the beginning of the interview when you and Tom were dialoguing around the fact that that vulnerability and how we just grasp onto that in our culture rather than letting go and watching, and that's really what I wanted to say.
0: Yeah. Right, and, you've, and yeah. you've actually you've made that your area of expertise, which I, I you know, where, where we have undefined centers is yes. often where we
3: have our gifts for everybody else. Yeah. Ah, like, okay. like for me with Thank the communication, you. since since our reading, I realized with an undefined throat that everything that I say is actually a response to a collective issue. Everything yeah. I think about, every show topic, it's a response to what I sense around me. So it is that reflection idea, and so I am obsessed with that. Like I'm always coming up with new ideas, and it's the same exact thing. Like like I can see in others what could what needs to be addressed and said, but through that throat in that way. So I, I really get to and that. Yeah, for you, Tom.
1: I'm trying to think of Tom's chart. I know he's got Scorpio, but he's got the Libra action going on, and I'm Libra yeah, right. with a lot of Scorpio action going on. And when I first met him, like I, you were talking about the gatekeepers, you know, people that can unlock the gate. And I, I know I've told Tom this before, but he was so compassionate with his Libra energy to unlock that Pluto energy in me. And thank you. I love you, Tom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I love you too. Thanks for calling in. I'm really glad you called
1: okay. in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Have a Valerie.
0: Well, and, and you know, and and Valerie's got. Yeah. Valerie's also astrologically, she's got the nodes going, nodes, uh, north nodes going over her sun. Yeah. So, so she's in a. She is really in a wake up. Um. And, and uh, what's where's what's the next what's the next set of marching orders for me? Oh, um, and, yeah, that
1: would be a whole other show. You wouldn't believe what I've done in the last yeah. year. Well, Tom knows. <laughs> no, I,
0: know. I, I would. I would. <laughs> 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 and and actually, you know, for you, Valerie, there is Neptune in uh, very shortly, uh, uh, I think around the 15th of, of this month. Neptune moves from the gate it's in in the solar plexus to another one that's going to connect to a gate that you have. So you are about to go into a long-term transit um, that is going to turn on both the heart center, which is about willpower stuff, um, getting heart. really clear about what you want or don't want, and the solar plexus, which is you know the emotional center. So you're heading into a huge emotional transit. Where things are going to be much feel much different than maybe they ever have in your life, and it's going and to go on your for a with long Reading the body time. design, the body design. This,
1: reading, is from
0: the, this is from human design, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, and it, Sorry, in fact, I would I, I, one of the things I would say is it's likely because Neptune is going to move into the thirty-seven, which is the hexagram that's about family. So there is something going on for you. Coming up, that is either about your family of origin or the family that you have, your family of choice. Okay. Um, that's that's going to go through a very Neptunian process, um, and and so. <laughs> so well, Neptune so, can so, be confusing.
1: It,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say that again.
1: Neptune Neptune can be confusing, and it's in the, my first thousand. Through. It'll be there for a while. So I'm just yeah. looking at it through, you know, the, the lens of, of what I'm looking at through my chart and the transits right now. So you're telling me that it's going to hit another gate, is what you're saying to reframe that for uh, the audience? Yeah,
0: so so one of the things I would say is for you in particular, the, I think the thing for you to really remember over the next mm-hmm. couple years is. Notice all the ways in which you are connected as family to everyone around you. And, oh, and when you. you, if you are going into a place of feeling isolated, that's, yeah. that's the shaft side. Well,
1: try Detroit. It's, it's five below right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to yeah, head to Minneapolis, so. Right
0: Oh, I grew right. up in Minnesota. Oh, okay. I know okay. where where you're what where you're what you're dealing with.
3: So, guys, we're we're actually coming up to the end of the show. Okay. We're running out of time. So, Valerie, thank you for calling, and Hal, thanks for for sharing all of that with her. Yeah,
1: thank you so thank much, you. both of you. I love you guys. Thank you. All right, love you too. Bye, bye. Have a great evening. Bye.
3: So, Hal, thanks for coming on the show. I really, I'm really glad to have your energy here and to have your a uh, God, that hour just flew by. Yeah, it, it tends to. <laughs> It tends to, yeah, it tends to. So let's remind the listeners that your site is souljourneydesign.com, and uh, and you do readings, and you said you're going to uh, Minnesota soon. Do you have any other events or travel teaching things yeah. that you want to
0: – So, so the, the thing that's coming up is um, the end of January, I'm going to be teaching a – an introduction to astrology, um, in Southern Minnesota in Rochester. Hmm. So anybody who's listening, who's in that area, um, drop me a line. Um, you can, you can get in touch with me through my website. Um, or I'm actually teaching through a friend's, uh, healing center, which is, um, uh, uh wind over water. I, or fi- uh, and now I'm not even sure. I think element it's wind over, over- element yeah something you know it's an <laughs> each it's an easting reference, but I actually don't know anyway I, safest thing is to get in touch with me if you're in the southern minnesota area and want to want to hook up for some some fun astrological um uh workshop intensive
3: perfect thanks a lot hal and um to everybody else, you can subscribe to this PiTunes to- this, this podcast. this <laughs> podcasts oh my gosh i feeling that pressure of the 20 seconds left. And also you can subscribe uh, to the archives of the show where you get all over 100 uh, episodes such as this one uh, through tdjacobs.com. Thanks for joining me. And uh, you can feel free to be in touch with Howard, in touch with me, and I'll talk to you uh, live again next week. Take care.
2: You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.